revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Career Revamp. I'm your podcast host, Alicia Perkins, and I teach professionals how to increase their confidence, increase their income, and increase their impact. Welcome back, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about what does it really take to make six figures in your career? Um, A lot of the clients that I work with, they're either at like that early six figure mark. They're making like up to like 100 and 20k and I also work with some people that is wanting to break into that six figure salary. So um, I would definitely want to show you guys this week what does it really take, right? Because for one, I know probably the majority of you guys might be thinking, oh Alicia, that's just too far fetched, right? Or you're thinking it's a whole bunch of stuff that you have to do. But um, I really want to deep dive into this and show you that those six figures are not as far off as you think they are. And y'all, the way that this inflation is set up and the way that things are getting more and more expensive, you need to be leaning towards that six figure mark. Even you guys that are right at six figures, you're like at 100, 110, 115. After taxes, you're no longer making six figures. <laughs> so um, I definitely want to share some tips with you guys to help you boost your income. So when you're talking about making six figures, you're talking about making like $52 an hour, or you're making like $416 a day, or this is like, you know, almost $2,100 each week, or you're making like $8,300 a month, right? And this is like the right at the 100K a year, right? So I want to kind of like break that down for you guys. You can kind of start getting some figures in your mind, right? So if your check, excuse me, if you're being paid like $30 an hour, you're going to start saying, wait a minute, I need to almost like double this to get into that range. And so that's kind of a a way that you guys can start to see that as far as what that actually looks like per day, per hour, per week, and per month. So the first thing we want to talk about, right? If you're wanting to make those six figures a year, you're going to have to do a mindset check, right? Do you really believe that you can make six figures in your career? Not, oh, I would like this because there are a lot of things that we could could possibly like, right? Or, oh, that'll be like really nice, right? But I want you to start thinking like, do I actually believe that I can make six figures a year? And so um, when I work with my clients, one of the first questions I ask them is like, how much do you desire to actually make? And they'll go, um, I'll take about 110. Okay, no, that's that's not what I asked. <laughs> of course, I don't say it like that. So I'm like, okay, first of all, you didn't sound too sure in that, right? And then second of all, is this is is this what you really want or is this just what you think you can get, right? Because what you can get and what you want is not the same thing, right? So, you know, whenever I start to kind of like deep dive a little bit more into that, they're like, oh yeah, okay, I would like to make 150, 160. Okay, why did you struggle with saying that? Right. And a lot of times what's holding us back is not our experience or our skills. It's us actually being able to believe that we can make the money that we desire to. Because it's the thing, right? Even if you feel like you don't have everything that you need, what makes you think that you don't have the knowledge to find out what it is that you need and actually do it? 
And so, you know, when you start to have these beliefs of I want this or I want that, but I feel like I can't have it, start to really like deep dive into why do you think you can't have it? And then also start to think about all the other people around you or that exist in this world that have it. And so what makes them more special than you? Nothing, right? And so a lot of times what keeps us from what we want is simply how we think about it because, you know, you can have all the strategies, right? A lot of times I work with clients and they think that they don't have enough when they usually end up having more than enough, right? So I want you guys to definitely get past this mindset of thinking I don't have it or or I can't have the thing that I want, right? So when you're thinking about wanting to earn more money in your career, it's gonna be very important for you, one, to really be able to identify what your skill set is, right? Because if you can't identify what that skill set is, you don't know what the value of that skill set is and what it's worth in the current job market, you will forever be underpaid, right? But once you get clear on what are the key skills that I have, right? What is the problem that I'm wanting to solve with my skill set? right? And also how valuable is this to companies? Now, if, you're, if you're listening to this, right? You're like, Alicia, like I seriously do not have any high end demand skills, <laughs> right? It goes back to what I said earlier. There is no skill in this world that you can't learn, right? And so as you're growing in your career, you always want to be sure that those skills are staying fresh, which is why I'm not a big advocate of you staying in the same job role for years and years and years and years and years, because a lot of times your skills will plateau. So when you think about wanting to make more in your career, what you have to think about is for one, what is a problem that I want to solve with my skill set? And if there is a gap of skills or experience, right, being able to really create a solid plan to fill those gaps. And a lot of times it does not take experience to fill those gaps. It simply just takes knowledge. So if there are some skills that you may not have been able to have the opportunity to get that hands-on experience just yet, you can start to just fill that gap with knowledge, learn about the thing, learn that thing front and back, right? And so the important thing is that you need to know how to make yourself marketable. Everybody needs to have a personal brand or depending on the angle that you want to come from, a professional brand, right? So when you think about brand, this is this is an example I use all the time. This is like one of the best examples, I think. You know, you think about a brand, you think about Walmart, and you think about Target, right? They both sell the exact same things for the most part, but they have two different fields, right? One feels like, okay, I'm gonna run in Walmart with just some, you know, sweatpants on, you know, not really too much caring about how I feel. Well, well, look at Target. It's more of an experience, right? You kind of want to be a little bit more cute when you go into Target, right? Because because you start thinking about, okay, I want to be able to scroll the aisles with my Starbucks drink in my hand. You know, for me, that is definitely like my time away from my husband and my four-year-old. So that's like my escape time, right? It's like you don't necessarily need anything when you go into Target. Walmart, you know exactly what you're getting. (laughs) 
You run it in or you run it out. You know, Walmart is not the place that you just go hang out, right? Whereas Target, you're like, okay, just, I'll just walk through the aisles and let the shelves speak to me and tell me what it is that I need, right? Because you're really there for the experience. And so that is what, what, what I mean when I'm talking about a brand. And this is the thing, right? Don't think that, that the way that you feel about these stores just, just happen by chance. No, they have these vibes are designed, right? Because when you look at Walmart, I think like their, their like theme slogan is like get more, pay less or, or whatever. Like they really take pride in knowing that they can slash their actual prices, that they'll always be like the actual cheapest. And guess what, y'all? The guy who started Walmart, I think his name was Sam Walton. Like he was the richest man in the world right now. Of course, when he died, Bill Gates was in his spot, right? But like before he died, he was like the richest. And I tell you, he had so much more than Bill Gates, right? But, you know, again, it's it's a different feel. <laughs> so when you look at, at this other store, Target, it's more expensive, right? And it just gives you a more quality feel, even though they both may sell the same kind of brands. Meaning like when I say brands, I'm talking about like when it comes to like food or or different things like that. So, you know, that's why you need to think about your own brand, right? Putting forth the effort, especially in this very competitive job market. So when you're thinking about your own brand, you definitely want to think about when an actual company sees you or they find you on LinkedIn, or they find your actual resume, what is the impression that you want them to have? Like, what do you want them to feel, right? And this is gonna be really important for you guys that are wanting to move into like more senior roles because a brand for somebody that is in a mid-level role is gonna be completely different from somebody that is trying to move into some kind of director role. It's two different fields, two different vibes two different messages right so I can literally do a whole podcast just on <laughs> on a brand so that's what I'm, I feel like I'm all over the place because I'm really trying to hit those key points but there's so many more details there but I don't want to kind of move off script but I will say this is that you know the more quality your actual brand is the more money you can make Right. And so the, the powerful thing about a brand is that you are able to set the perception of how other people see you and even how you express your skill set, even how you express the problems you solve with your skills, your experience, all of that needs to be branded towards something, which is why a lot of you guys, when you're even talking about resumes, you guys just throw all of your experience up there. Right. And you have this one size fits all. And you don't know you are hurting yourself, right? Because for one, you're probably thinking, oh, I'm just open to whatever opportunity and you're really stabbing yourself in the foot, right? And and so when your experience doesn't speak to a role or a field, it's hard for that employer to see how you're able to help them because your experience is not put into a way to where it speaks to what they need. But again, it's on the podcast, it's a podcast. So when you're talking about being able to make six figures in your career, you're really talking about you being able to position your brand in the job market to attract those kind of opportunities. And I do say attract. 
And I say attract for a reason because when most people think it's time to look for a job, they think I have to go and find, go find a job, right? But they are employers that are looking for people with your skills every day, right? But you have not put yourself in a position to where you can be found, right? When I was in HR, guys, I know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when I was in HR, we were looking for people all the time. We did not always post job ads because sometimes for one, jobs at uh, job ads, especially on LinkedIn, is really expensive. Also, it just took a lot of time. So this was a, a position that, you know, we needed to feel very fast. We were just kind of sourced for people on our own, right? So, you know, I always say that they are looking for you, but you have to be able to be found, right? And so, so when you really have your brand, when you're able to showcase your actual your actual skill set in a way to where it attracts opportunities to you, you won't find yourself having to work so hard in your job search, okay? So I know that was like a long number way point. <laughs> I know that was like a long number one point, but I really wanted to talk about that because Having a brand is able to to really set you apart from everybody else, especially in this very competitive job market. So that was like tip number one on how you're really able to make six figures. I guess you can say knowing your skill set and the value it brings slash personal brand. <laughs> the next way, guys, is that you're able to change careers. Y'all know I'm talking about this all the time, right? <laughs> I tell y'all all the time. Changing careers or changing jobs is the fastest way to increase your salary. You can increase your salary by $30,000, $40,000. Help the client get all the way up to $75,000. So don't be so scared and don't be so stuck to your job where you like, I don't know, It's I'm, I've been here for so long and I've worked my way up. And you've worked your way up in... In task, you've worked your way up in workload, but has your salary worked this way up? Oh, has your salary worked this way up? Your workload has increased, but has your salary increased? That's a word, okay? And friend, if that one kind of stepped on your toes, know that it was in love, okay? So, you know, I know that it can be easy to get really comfortable at your job because you're like... <laughs> Uh-uh, I've worked, I've worked hard and I'm I'm so good. I'm I'm so good with everybody here. And I'm okay, but where is your salary at? Right? Is your salary has it been able to keep up with all this inflation? I think inflation is at what almost 10%, right? So ask yourself, have I gotten a 10% raise in the last year? Because if not, you are losing money. Right. And don't don't let them just throw you a few dollars. And this kind of leads into number three. Right. Is ask for a raise. So the first point was be clear on the value of your skill set slash making a strong personal brand. Two was being able to change careers. And three is asking for a raise. Ask for it. Ask for it. And and before you guys get super scared. And like, what do you mean ask for a raise? Oh my God. You know, in your in your mind, and I actually had like a live stream, guys, where I like really broke this down. And so this thing about it, even if you're like, Alicia, you know, I want to ask for $10,000, right? 
and your heart is like beating so fast. You're like, oh my God, this is just too much for me to ask for an extra $10,000, you know, a year. First of all, that's, that's really only $833. So that is an extra $833 a month. So when you tell your employer, I want to make an extra $10,000 a month, all you're really asking for is $833 a month more. That's it, right? And so if you get paid every two weeks, you're asking for like $416 a check. You're asking for an extra $416 a check. So if you divide that by the hour, you're only asking for an extra like $5 and like maybe 16 cents an hour. Yes, so all of you that's so scared to ask for an extra $10,000 a month, you're only asking for an extra $5 an hour. Now think about all the extra work you do, right? All, All of the tasks and duties that you now do that was not on the original job description, right? When you think about your impact and your results and how you're able to save them so much money and cut costs and you've been able to create new kind of systems and plans and all this kind of stuff and you're asking for an extra $5 an hour, think about that. I want you to really, really think about that. Are you really asking for enough? So before that $10,000 amount scares you, I want you to get clear and I want you to think about, okay, what is it that I need and what is the value that I bring? Right. And, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure now y'all like, wait a minute, five dollars an hour. Right. So now when I say, OK, you, you need to be asking for an extra thirty, forty thousand dollars, it's not going to seem so far fetched. Y'all have a client stay out of her job and she got an extra forty two thousand dollars staying at her job. A raise. Right. I was able to sit down with her, help her to craft out a raise presentation. And she was able to get an extra $42,000. And I felt kind of, I felt a certain way. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. They knew all along they was paying you low, right? But that's a different story. But, but all she had to do was make the ass. Like she literally psyched herself out, right? She literally was on her way to look for another job, right? But now she's like, wait a minute, right? So I don't want you guys to think that you always have to leave to make more chances are you probably will because a lot of y'all employers are cheap. Let me not say that I'm playing. (laughs) Let me not say that. I'm sorry, y'all. But, um, you know, I'll say this. If you have to leave, don't be shocked. Yes, I'll say it like that. If you have to leave, don't be shocked, right? I do think that it is possible for you to get a large raise at your current job. But yeah. Let me just go ahead and move on. <laughs> so again, um, you could change careers and you could simply just ask for a raise. And my last option that I want you guys to think about is think about freelancing, right? I know when it comes to like doing a side hustle, a lot of people are like, I don't want to own a business. Well, you don't have to start this big old full-time gig, right? Just simply freelancing, meaning that you are getting paid for your skills outside of your job, right? So you don't have to go and learn something altogether new. You can simply just think about what is it that you do at your current job or what do you already have experience for, and you could freelance. Guys, in my business, I probably spend, hold on, in my business a month, I probably spend about 
close to $3,000 just on freelance services, meaning that this is like extra help that I've hired, right? Outside to help me run things, right? Or or to perform certain tasks because of certain skill sets I don't have. And guess what? I, I don't want to learn, right? Um, and so I hire people every month. I use the same people every month to help me to complete certain tasks, right? And so these people are not full-time employees, but they are just strictly freelancers, right? And so, you know, I'm, I pay quite a bit of money a month. I mean, for me, I know I'm still considered a small business, but that's that's not cheap to have these services done. So you want to think about the experience you have and what's the problem that you that you currently solve with your skills and know and believe that there are other businesses that would like to use that in a freelance type of way. And you can easily find yourself being able to make an extra five grand a month just off of freelancing, right? One of the things with my clients that I help them do is not only advance in their, you know, in their job, but I also help them to monetize their skill set outside of their job. So they're always will have an opportunity to make money and not have to be fully dependent on one source, right? So start thinking about that. What are the skills that you have and how are you able to monetize that outside of your job? Again, don't stress yourself out. This is not about you going and learning a whole other skill. Now, if you wanna learn a new skill, That is absolutely great, right? But don't feel like you have to. All right, so let's do a quick recap on what does it take to really make six figures in your career? The first one says is to be super clear on what is the value of of your actual skill set and being able to create a personal brand around that. Number two was you being able to change careers. Three was you being able to ask for a raise. And four Look into freelancing, look into being able to to monetize your skill set outside of your current job. Well, that's all that I have for you guys this week. Remember, if you are looking to work with me one-to-one, please go to IamAliciaPerkins.com and make sure that you check out my website to find out how we are able to work together. Also, if you have any ideas or topics for the podcast, please go ahead and send those to hello at IamAliciaPerkins.com. And that's it, guys. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.